Now, place yourself in a comfortable position. No wizard, sir. <laughs> I am Ryan's future granddaddy. Hey, Grandma, what's up, girl? What's up? What's up? What's up? So, what's going on, man? How you doing this week? Good, good. I uh, set the high score on the pinball machine. I'm slowly taking over all the records. I mean, right, okay. let's be real. This though. was a previously previously owned pinball machine that no, someone no, else set no, a bunch no. of records on. No, this is factory. <laughs> So you own all the records. <laughs> yeah. Every time you play, it's a high score. Right. They're like, who's that? Who's Mad Max? Who's Mad Max on there? Right. Do you? I used to play this game when I would go shoot hoops with myself. So I'd play uh, tip in twenty one against myself, and I would kind of keep track in my head. I'd pick two professional players like uh, Jordan and Bird. Chris Mullen. No, I'm a Warriors oh, fan. Oh, Chris, Chris Mullen Mullins. and Tim Hardaway. Yeah. And I'd shoot. I'd start off with Chris Mullen, and then if he missed the shot, that means Tim Hardaway got the rebound, and then I'd put up another shot. I'd have to clear the ball. I'd just play myself one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Nice little workout. I used to do that all the time. Is that what you're doing? When you when you achieve a new high score, do you think to yourself, that might not have been Ryan Burns. That might have been whatever your G.I. Joe name is. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, you know, that's definitely Snake Eyes. Just got what is, now, what is, that's somebody else's G.I. Joe name. What's your code name? What's cool. on your cardboard code card you know what i'm talking about glock every figure came with the little card yeah. mine says mine will be codenamed glock glock yeah Gl- you're glock mm-hmm. like the gun manufacturer yeah so you want some you want duke to yell get glock in here yeah because or... i'm gonna fuck shit up are you making me a gi joe card right now no i should i should make you that should be god you just i that's our next t-shirt homie there we go. GI Joe card, your picture, code name Glock. <laughs> and like it says, like on the back, says special move uppercut. But it's like everyone's like, "Hey man, doesn't everyone have guns?" It's like, yeah. <laughs> like you mean the guy, the guy named Glock doesn't actually carry a Glock. He just carries no. He just a packs bag that, full of because he's always packing that heat, man. You never see me punch that punching machine, man. I've maxed that shit out. You, uh, uh, Francis and Ganoed that machine out. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> After fucking hit it so hard, the building shifts six inches to the left. It's like, whoa, sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, that's the first time I ever saw that machine was in Rocky Four, where they got Ivan Drago mm-hmm. yep. slamming that thing. Yep. And uh, this is actually one of the topics that I wrote down to talk about today. This is something I wanted to bring up to you, is that one of the kids in my house was, was watching his way through the Rocky series. Well, first of all, that's going to be his favorite series. Well, that's that was always our favorite series when we were growing up. I'm sure I'm speaking for you. Because that came out like right in the prime time and it fit in with those 80s action movies that we were looking for, right? Trying to quantify. But if yeah. you go back to the series, number one is the best, which is a love story. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's an incredible movie. It won Best Picture. But what I'm, in fact, you're, you're so right on there that when I went and saw Rocky Balboa, Rocky Six, which came out mm-hmm. in 2005 or 2006, I went and saw it in the theater as a grown up. 
Yeah. And when the Rocky music kicked, first of all, it was a fucking sellout. And when the Rocky music kicked on, everybody in the theater cheered. Right. That's how people, how excited people were about Rocky Rocky's when we were growing shit, up. Man. Yeah, yeah, and exciting. So he's watching his way through Rocky, and I'm cruising through the room as I'm doing shit usually, watching, uh, watching him watch it to try to get his reaction about how engaged he is with these films. And he really liked Rocky one and two because those those are kind of a complete package, right? You get Rocky versus Apollo in the first now, one. Now hold on, I want to say something real quick. Now, had we been born ten years earlier, or you know, maybe not ten years, maybe five or six years earlier. Three would have been our favorite. Yeah, probably, maybe. Right. You're not wrong about that. I don't think. So, but Rocky one and two as a package, as just a as a bookending movie. Those two are great. So you get mm-hmm. Rocky versus Apollo. Spoiler alert: Rocky loses in the first movie, and then he comes back in the second movie and dramatically wins. Okay, those are a nice little left and right to a bookend. Then you then the, the series gets a little different. Then you go Rocky three and you bring in Clubber Lang, and Apollo becomes his friend. Etc. And then you get to Rocky Four, and this is where it gets interesting to me, because I was watching this movie again, mm-hmm. and I sat down, and it's got Bridget Nielsen and the Russia thing, and it's all Cold Warry and whatnot. And then I started to really think about it, and I, I got a premise for you, and I want to see how you feel about this. But thinking about it now, Ivan Drago, he ain't shit. He is a shit fighter. He comes here well, hold from on. Russia. I know. Why. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. He comes here from Russia. We don't know who he fought in Russia, if anybody. He's juiced up. The first fight he has in the United States is against Apollo. A, he's been retired for five years. Ex-champion. He kills Apollo. Okay, that's pretty badass. So he beat up an old guy way past his prime. Clearly and still in good shape. Apollo was in crazy good shape. But he hadn't had a fight. One of the best entrances ever. Yeah, for sure. James Brown, oh, living yeah. in America. Living fantastic. In badass whoops apollo's ass okay no apollo That's did a scary. good job at the beginning the first round was kind of dancing he did. with him a little bit and then he caught him once he caught him once since he's right. over he couldn't take the power anymore he couldn't take the power anymore and then for his second fight against a westerner he fights rocky balboa who's 53 and 24 at the time super he's taken salty pile. record pile of losses got his ass whooped a billion times fights rocky balboa in russia friendly home crowd loses the fight so he is one and one against fighters at the tail western fighters at the tail end of their career vladimir klitschko ivan drago is not he is not he ain't shit so i'm gonna agree with you that drago isn't shit because when we learned in rocky three is that Mickey had been sheltering Rocky, and they'd been taking the chump fights and fighting all these paper, these paper fighters. You a paper champ? Had his record because paper he champ. wasn't ready. He could take an ass whooping, and he would basically do the same thing as Homer Simpson: is just let them punch themselves to death, and then he just push them over, basically. But I mean, he has no defense. The dude gets he gets hit way more than he hits them, you know. And then when he fought Apollo, Apollo was over the hill then. Mm-hmm. He was done with his career. That was the end of his career, was when he was fighting Rocky. Yeah, yeah. And so then he fights uh, Mr. T, gets his ass whooped, spoiler alert, comes back, and he wins, takes the title back. You know, he didn't want Mr. T to show his woman what a real man's like. Mm-hmm. I bet you stay up every night dreaming you had a real man, don't you? And so he beats Mr. T, who's who's an, an okay fighter. Um, but, I mean, he wasn't like, you know, this unstoppable force. And then Drago, right? What's the what's the Russian boxing scene? We, look yeah, like? we don't know. Right, it's not like American. It'd be like, 
you know, like a, the Russian golf scene. It's like, huh? It's not even close to the American scene. So basically, Ivan Drago's getting all this training. He's taking all this juice. He's got the best training in the world. And yeah, Rocky juice was, to the tits. Juice to the juice tits. Juice to the, yeah. And then Rocky's trying to do his training stuff, and he's got all the publicity and all the movie stuff, and that was kind of a spin on Tyson is what that was from because that's what's kind of screwed him all up is all that, you know, not really you training hard. You don't think it was the raping? Uh, I don't, I mean, maybe. I'm I mean, not sure. The I'm, prison I, I, sentence I, I, and the raping? Sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. All right. Um, so anyways, and then, you know, basically he had to go back to his roots and train like old school and then sh- win the fight. But dude, let's be, let's be real, man. He was fighting a trash-ass fighter. He's fighting some just young guy that was just on steroids. It's literally the same fight as Mr. T. Yeah. It was just Ivan Drago is a trash fighter who's juiced to the tits. He's got good conditioning because he, he still goes 12, and yet Rocky still outlasts him. Right. That's the crazy thing. So then Rocky, you know, Rocky's, what, I don't know, 20 years removed from his career? And then we'll, we'll skip five because that one's trash. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and then he fights, uh, he fights Mason the Line Dixon in... Rocky Six, who shows up, back. who shows up looking like the Great White Hype with a belly. Yeah, he, <laughs> he shows up out of shape, takes it seriously. You hit me, I'm gonna get you out of there. Yeah, and yeah. Stallone shows up looking like a fucking tank, man. Yeah, he he looked like a tank. He was, he was thick. T h i c c thick. Right, but then that was his only thing. His only, basically, his only route to success was the power punch. He was taking. Yeah, beating, well, that's what they said. Getting close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but that's you know, always been his. I mean, that wasn't anything new. No, he's got bricks in his gloves, right? Or that's what he—that's what he said. That, yeah. This man is made of iron, or whatever Fla- no, Drago this, said. This man is piece of iron. And piece of iron, yeah. But just, so my my underlying point, and I'm glad you agree with me, is that in retrospect, Drago wasn't shit. He wasn't very good. And so, Not with Creed two coming out in a year or so, the sequel to Creed, apparently they're bringing Ivan Drago back as a character. I don't know if it's his son or something like that. But it's Rocky, supposed and- it's his son. Yeah, Ivan and Ivan and Rocky are gonna have a moment together where they hash it out. Uh, mm. Theoretically, about you know, sorry I killed your buddy, uh, but lame. you know, if he dies, well, so they should have took they should have made Sage Northcutt in the movie because he can fight, he looks the part. I cannot fucking believe they did not cast him for Ivan Drago's son. Well, I don't, I don't know who they did cast as Ivan Drago's son. Do you know who they cast? No. Neither do I. Let's but I will out. tell you this: the the guy, the fuck, the bomber, brown was it the brown bomber? Um, the guy who was in Creed one, the first one that he beat at oh. the very end. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, no, he he lost. Beat him? no, he, he lost. No, he lost. He lost. But he was um, Vitor Vitor Drago, played by Florian Montaigne, who looks like a fucking animal. All right, well, hold dude. on, dude. So this is where I'm going with this. So this dude, right? Tony Tony Bello. So Tony Bello was was pretty Ricky Cullen at the very end. He's the guy who he fought in the first Creed. And he is he just knocked out David Hay like a week ago. He's like a legit heavyweight fighter. Like which, David Hay took his lunch money. No, like Tony took David Hay's lunch money. Knocked his yeah. dick in the dirt. I like the redemption story better. I like it when you knock the bully down that that David Hay took his lunch money. Do you get what I'm saying? I had it right the first time. I wasn't saying that he was the bully. I was saying that he stood up to the bully and beat the shit out of him. I liked my metaphor. Okay. I think this is this is indicative of our two different personality types. How fucking big is this motherfucker? <laughs> he's big, dude. Florian Montaigne. He's uh, only been in two things. He's been in Creed Two, which is filming right now, and a movie called Bogat, 
replayed a, a character six, named Razvan. He's six foot four, two thirty-five to two forty-five. Yeah, one well, point. Yeah, he's a big. He's a big fella. That's a big, big guy. He's a big hunk of meat. He's bodied Jeez. up, man. I doubt he's in the plastic bottle gang. How big is Michael B. Jordan? He's probably like one sixty. No, he's a big dude. Michael he's B. Jordan's not, a big dude. He's not. Yeah, he is. He's six Pretty foot sh- tall. This dude maybe like one eighty. You think he's 180? He's pretty yoked, dude. Actually, he's 5'11 and a half. Okay. Is what he's he's built at six foot. This dude ain't no... That guy's six foot four, 245. You know that. He's beating the... He'll whoop the fur off this guy. Yeah, how come... Uh, I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about the heavyweight division in uh, UFC and boxing, for that matter. It's 206. You weigh 206. Theoretically, you're a heavyweight, right? Mm-hmm. The top of that weight class is 265. 265 yep. you're still a heavyweight and you could have a fight and this is kind of the dc steep a fight because dc dc is 220 right he's a 205 champ he's going to come into that fight heavy 220 and and steep light in the heavyweight division considerably steep compared to some or not steep 245 dc is ever bit as big as steep don't forget he won the strike force grand prix yeah, but I'm just saying, DC fights at 205. He's going to come into that fight probably 220. He fucking ragdolled Josh Barnett. Yeah, Are I'm not saying he's not strong. Me? I'm just pointing out that is going to come into that fight at 245. DC at 220 against a Brock Lesnar at 265. I'm just, that's a lot of weight difference. Now, I think I think that fight, watching Brock Lesnar have to go at it in a wrestling match against DC would be very interesting because they're both world-class wrestlers. Except Brock weighs 45 pounds more. Brock is more than 265. Well, yeah, he cuts weight to 265. Brock to is a, close to probably three. He's probably 285. Well, right now it looks like a looks like a, a little bit of a little little belly pig on him. He looks like a little pot belly pig. Well, because he's in the he's in the Usada pool. He's kind of he's gonna. I mean, he's not gonna have a dad bod. I like how you type in Michael B. Jordan. If you type in Michael B. Jordan into Google right now. One of the stories that pops up 21 hours ago, Michael B. Jordan's reaction to Tiffany Haddish claiming she won't shave her vagina. Why the fuck would that show up in anything, any respect? Why is that news? Yeah. Is it? Are you wondering why it's news that she won't shave her vagina? Or, or you're wondering why, why Michael reaction? B. Jordan's reaction is... Maybe, maybe he's on the record in the past of having very strong thoughts about women's grooming habits. Hmm. It's kind of crazy, right? Like giving it, an, a, you know, dissecting the movies, but none of the champions are worth a shit. That was my thought about uh, Drago. It was bugging me as I was watching it. Yeah. Yeah. What, oh, what else did you? What, so what else did I you watched talk about today? Um, the commute. Have you seen that? No. Is that the one? That's that Liam Neeson movie, right? On yeah. The train? So that's what I was. That's why I text you. I was like, dude, stop casting Liam Neeson as a tough guy. What, what's out of your, your fucking mind? What's your issue with Liam Neeson as a tough guy? He ain't whooping no one's ass. But, but, but what? No, he's not a tough guy. I like what? him. Did you see? You've seen Taken? Of course. Taken on, was amazing. Man. The I movie know, was fantastic. But, but we're, we're past that. You can't keep. That's like the first time he's ever been a tough guy. No, it's not. He was in Rob Roy. He was in. Uh, yeah. Let me pull it up here. First of all, that is not true at all. He's I don't been a care, tough guy. Dude, stop dude, doing he, it. He was in Excalibur, 1981. That's not tough. He was tough. He was a knight. How dare Armored you, shit. sir? He's in the gray. I enjoyed he was in that the gray. One. That he was, was in, awesome. Oh, he was in the A team. Yeah, he was in the A team. The, the remake that was terrible. I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give him point. No points. 
Award you no points and may God have mercy on his soul. Uh, what else has he got in here? Uh, he was in Battleship. That was terrible. Wrath of the Titans and Clash is Zeus. Those weren't good. Let's start over. He was in Kroll. Kroll he, yes, he was in Kroll. That's fantastic. All right. All right. You gotta, that's a, that's a that younger one. version, dude. That's 83. K-19, The Widowmaker, Gangs of New York. Come on. All right. All right. He was he the was priest. He was a Jedi. He, he was, was the priest. Rob Roy. No, the Jedi's lame. Darkman. Dude, he was Darkman. Next to Kin. <sighs> Next to Kin. Yeah, but we're past that. We're past that time. He's in so, love. Okay, so, hey, hey, he's in love. Actually, I love that movie. Softer side of Ryan. Softer side of the. Softer side of the warrior. That is a good movie. But that speech from Taken. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. Yeah, that's two thousand eight. We're done yeah. with it though. That was ten years ago. Okay, so who were you casting in his place now? Tom Hardy. Oh God, I'm so over fucking Tom Hardy. What? I am. I'm over him. The All Bane right. voice did me in, man. Really? Oh, I couldn't stand it. Are we going to talk like this Dude, all movie, Batman? I'm oh, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna put oh. in Gerard Butler then. He's past his prime, too. He's, he looks Gerard Butler's haggard. got to be 50-something. Den of Thieves. I just watched Den of Thieves. He's 49 years old. This isn't know. Sparta who, anymore. Who this you? is Does retirement. it have to be a British guy? It doesn't have to be a British guy. Why are you be, making it like it has to be a British guy for this? How, how old is Christopher Walken? He's been playing badasses forever. Yeah, but that's badass like a badass gangster. Like, they ain't actually getting in a physical altercation. Yeah, but there's not that much physical. I guess there is a lot of physical altercation. Yeah, but he's that like would physically be, fighting someone. I think so it who you're going to cast amazing. and Taken? You're going to cast Matt Damon for it. That's what Matt you're going to do. That's, that's just making another Bourne movie. I don't give a fuck. You asked me oh, what God. I wanted, I told you. I want to I want to see Christopher Walken in that role. That I think that would be my favorite my favorite thing ever. Is Christopher Walken fucking take old a as shit? Just old as shit. You were bitching I don't, about Harrison I don't Ford know not being able to throw hands anymore. I don't know what you want. I think it'd be better if you cast the mountain, <laughs> the mountain the, as the mountain a taken guy, because then they're just like they're like you know he's like kind of like trying to talk to him and he's got like the, you know thick accent and they're like okay whatever and then he like he shows up and they're like oh shit this motherfucker really does have a set of skills. So and he's you're you're taking the ageist point of view that old fellas can't whip that ass anymore. No, unless no, no old fella. What's the what's your age limit? When can when do people stop whipping that ass? When you have a when you have an an eighty percent chance or above of breaking your hip during a, an altercation. Well, what if you're so? What is that for you? So Sean Connery played a badass well into his his later years. Look at him in The Rock. You could have Daniel Craig do it. I got a problem with with Daniel Craig in that I think it was that movie Cowboys and Aliens that did it to me <laughs> I watched Cowboy and Aliens and the whole it's time it's hard was, to watch that movie well it is it's hard to watch that movie because what I realized is that ever since that one Bond movie where the, I think it was the first the first Daniel Craig Bond movie where he was super yoked and he was wearing a little Speedo thing and he came out and everybody was like oh my god James Bond is yoked like total ever, total total dime piece right yeah, ever since that movie, he's lost weight. He's gotten skinnier, and so by the time Cowboys and Aliens came out, he was his face was so sunken in and gaunt. He looked like a he just looked weird to me. He looked creepy. You call him up and tell him that, or what? You're just gonna talk behind his back? I'm I'm on a uh, he can I, Mr. Craig. If you download this podcast, eat a cheeseburger. Just uh, do get a cheeseburger. Get on the cycle on. Put some bulk cycle back on. up, dude. Why not get that fucking good shit? Yeah. What are you doing? That's Get that movie star shit, and then give me some fucking speech about how you did this shit in two weeks. All right, so how many? You got some chicken diet. How many more years does The Rock have? He's forty six. Um, how many more action movie years does The Rock have before he has twenty? To, he has to do Copland. Twenty. You think he's, he's got twenty? He can go to sixty. 
Well, he can go like he can push it to seventy like Arnie, because he's a beast. He's a beast, dude. He's a big motherfucker. He is a big motherfucker. He's athletic. I don't think Liam Nelson's athletic at all. Uh, no. I don't know. I could be wrong, I, dude. Maybe I just got beef for a reason. I think you got. I think you're just making up beef with Liam Neeson for no good reason. And first, well, I, shit, man. Is this dick envy? Because he's world renowned for having a tremendous penis. That's the, is he really? That's I. I don't remember who made the joke. I'm not gonna Google that shit because Lord knows what you comes should. up. But my understanding is that that was a running joke for a long time. Was that he was a well endowed man? That is fucking. If he's got if he's got a big old hog, then I take it back, man. Hold on. I'm, he can join. He can be on team uh, Big Dick Bandit just like me. Well, so I just found. I googled Liam Neeson's dick. I don't know why. Oh my god. And this is the top entry. Not I'm not going to click the images tab, but I am going to mm, stick on yeah. the all tab. And it's nine famous people you didn't know had mondo dongs. <laughs> I really appreciate the usage of terminology there. Mondo dongs. Oh my god. Yeah. So, here's, so it's just like a just a giant hog. Yeah. Uh, Liam Neeson's pecker was so immense it looked like a water bottle. Uh, that's according to Janice, s- Janice Dickinson, the model. Oh, my God. James Woods, Willem Dafoe is confusingly large. Uh, that's what? creepy. Your move, Spider-Man. That's super creepy. And he just, like, whips it out. It's like, whoa. Oh God. Anyway, my point is that it's entirely possible that Liam Neeson's confidence is bolstered because every time he takes a leak, he goes, yep. Just refills his, refills his confidence. I'm a little down today. I didn't have a good day on this set. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Unzip. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I feel better about myself. Swamp. Yeah. Oh, the ground's cold. That, you know. The... Yeah, okay. All right. So, you know, maybe he's all right guy then. I don't know. He's got a big hog. I'll give him some credit. Could be. I mean, what, what else were we talking about today besides the uh, the celebrities with the largest genitalia? <laughs> On the planet. On the uh, planet. Oh, oh, we were talking t- about most patriotic 80s movies. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Speaking of which, this all kind of flows together. It does. And what What was your on your list? You brought up the topic. What was your most patriotic 80s movie? Um, Die Hard. Die Hard? Yeah. As the most patriotic 80s movie? Dude, we're sticking it to the fucking Nazis, man. The no, we're not. The Germans. Yes, they are. No. They're fucking German terrorists. They're Germans, but they're not I know, Nazis. but I'm, you get what I'm saying. I like it. It's America. It's America. You're going to take that over, say, Red Dawn, where the no. Russians actually invade. Born on the 4th of July. No, I don't like Rambo. that Rambo. Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun's got to be at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Top Gun's fucking amazing. Yeah, that's got to be way up there, right? Rocky mm-hmm. Four. If you yeah, hell change, yeah. And I, you know, that's super patriotic. Um, what else? Glory. God, what an amazing film that is. Do you remember that one? No, I've never seen that. Denzel movie. wins an Academy like, Award for Best Supporting. I don't like the way that um, what's his name's mustache looks on the cover, so I never was going to turn that on. Matthew Iron Parker. Eagle. Iron Eagle's dope. The right stuff. Come on. America's what about, Mercury Astronauts. Woo. What about um, uh, Firehawks? Mm, no, that wasn't. It wasn't Firehawk. Not Firehawk. It it's Firefox. Fire- no. Firefox. No, 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 no. This isn't. It's it's uh. Yeah, eighties eighties plane movie. No, it's the movie with the helicopters in it. Uh, that no. Firefox is a jet fighter movie. It's a Clint Eastwood movie from nineteen eighty two. By the way, have you seen the the internet blew its fucking mind when 
the skyscraper trailer came out and there's the scene where the rock jumps off the end of a crane across a gap to an open blown out window on a building and people started measuring the speed at which he would have to run the distance he'd have to jump the arc that he would have to have to get it and they mathematically went like this isn't this isn't possible i feel like they've jumped the shark here i just saw that jump it's like the very beginning yeah it's silly what is he so he's got like a like a fake leg yeah he's got a fake leg yeah all right well not in real life he's not i know i don't want to harp on anything he didn't act leg off for the role he didn't do that. Do you know who Ronnie Lott is? You got me that card, right? You remember who Ronnie yeah, Lott is? Yeah, of course. Ronnie Lott with the legendary story. The mo- he's got to be the most badass uh, athlete imaginable. And for those who don't know, he Ronnie Lott was a free safety for the San Francisco 49ers in the 80s, early 90s, and I think he retired with the Raiders. And he was world-renowned for his hitting ability, but here in the Bay Area, he was sort of legendary he was he was one of those people who was on the field during those montana rice well, heydays so he is one of, if you're curious he is the character one of the characters in uh techno bowl where you can knock the you can make him fumble if you use ronnie lot yeah so here's how badass this dude ronnie lot was he he had his finger smashed in between two helmets in a football game and after the game he goes and gets it looked at by the doctors and they say uh geez, we're going to have to rebuild it, reconstructive surgery. And he didn't want to spend the time that it would take to have the reconstructive surgery and then rehab it and then get it working again. So we just had him cut the fucking thing off. Just cut it off. I don't need that finger. That kind of reminds me of the scene in The Best of the Best when he's just like, pop it, pop it back in. When he has to like pop his shoulder back in. Sort of, yeah. Here's a quote from him. After he gets it done, I was trying to laugh it off, but I felt sick. He told the AP in 1986 of first seeing the nub. Toughest man alive. Just stud. Can you imagine being in the like, a, a UFC fighter? The, so I consider sort of the UFC MMA fighters right now to be the pinnacle of badassery in modern sport. For sure. I think that they are the 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 amount of modern uh, day punishment. gladiators. I mean, yeah, modern day say. gladiators. Absolutely. And can you imagine a fighter? Not even a somebody who's just got world-renowned hitting power, just a knockout artist, like a Francis Ngannou. Break in that last fight against Stipe, just shatters his pinky, and he wants to fight again in six months, but they're gonna have to rebuild his pinky finger, and it's gonna take a year, but it'll take you two months if we just chop that fucking thing off. And he's like, chop it off. Yeah, but I'm cutting that bitch off. I'm joining the triad. Yeah, that's what he's got. That's what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get that pinky off. Joining the triad. Yeah, let's let's fucking go. That's crazy sauce crazy mm-hmm. sauce. I can't, or, uh, it's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, that's that's another one of those ones where, or I guess you could cut your ring finger off join the Assassin's, the uh, the Assassin's Creed. That was part of that game. Just lopping your, your ring finger off. Wow, well, that seems like a useful finger. It does, but that's where the blade comes out, is a little gap that you leave behind when you lop your ring finger off. I didn't what a shitty that. fucking movie that was. I was so mad. I didn't and see it. it. Oh, well, as soon as I saw the trailer and they had... Uh, the actor whose name completely slips my mind because it made me so mad. Uh, guy who played Magneto. See him in the in a machine walking around connected to a big robot instead of laying on a the bench bed with uh, the bed like in the game. This is I have this beef with video game movies where where video game story directors 
write this thing down they, they say okay we're gonna spend 80 hours developing this story in cutscenes and gameplay and here's the concept and here's how it goes they write a novel they write a full fucking novel and uh, the movie director gets a hold of it and goes Eh, they don't know how to tell a story. I That's can exactly tell a what story I just better. said. He's like, yeah, oh, I can fucking do this better than you. Oh god! It's like, I dude, if I'm it. the guy who has the game, like, I'd be like, no, fuck you. I'm gonna fucking beat your ass at the movie premiere. I would fucking whoop that ass. I was like, you fucking took this thing and turned it into a total piece of shit. You're an idiot. They never know better. Never. No, no. And Michael, and Michael Fassbender's who who was in that movie, uh, which is a little silly because it takes place in ancient. It should take place in ancient uh, Sumeria, I think. Anyway, Whoa. that just Whoa. pisses me off. Whoa. What are you wowing? What are you wowing? Holy shit! I just found um, the Cobra Law team on a fucking card back sealed with a, in the bubble. Are you just cru- you're I'm well, I'm sitting here podcasting and you're cruising eBay's for I'm action cruising figures. eBay for GI Joes. Yeah, dude, I got a 350 bucks. I'm thinking about it. Okay. I I would like I would like you to purchase that. That would be great. I think that would be hilarious. It's fucking amazing. I I like the figures open though. I had I had Galobulus. So did I. That with the, that's the big snake tail, right? The rubbery snake tail. Yeah, I like Nemesis Enforcer. What's the guy's yeah. name? The other one, the little buzz guy. Oh, Pythona though. Pythona is not included yeah. in there. Which yeah, is Nemesis weird. Enforcer? That's the one who Sergeant Slaughter fights in the movie, right? Hey, fucks up Sergeant Slaughter first. Yeah, I don't know. So we discussed about collecting GI Joes and how that's gonna how that's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, wait, I, um, I I wanted to talk a little bit about UFC 224. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit. Just can we slim, talk about that fucking weight debacle? Uh, seven seven pounds. For a girl that was weighing Mackenzie Dern, for the, those of you who don't want, one of the most, she is the best women's Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner that's existed on the planet. She's the best, and so she's five and zero, six and zero. Yeah, and, and she missed. She weighed in. She came in seven pounds heavy. Yeah, she's cutting weight to one fifteen. I mean, like, how fucking much could you have weighed? Well, and like, she looks like a fucking twig, and she's still seven pounds <sighs> over. She's six and zero. And they're they're so smart with these people, right? They're just hand feeding her. They're feeding her a girl who's three and three, who looks the part, uh, Amanda Cooper. Yeah. And she's like, it's like, what are her losses? Armbar, barbo, barba choke, and rear naked choke. That's her losses. Hmm. So, I so Amanda Cooper tweets out earlier today. Not shocked at Mackenzie Dern missed weight, but seven and a half pounds over is a disgrace to all professionals. She's not getting out of this fight that easy. Fight is still on. ABC Nation, get ready. ABC Amanda Bobby Cooper. I like UFC that man. You got to root for Amanda now. Straw weight versus fly weight tomorrow night in Brazil. Oh my God! Did she say that? No, she yeah, didn't. She did. She's a she fucking did. dude. She just oh my God! You can't call oh. her a stud. What's the female version of a stud? Uh, I don't know. Well, the female version of a stud is Amanda Nunez in the main event tomorrow night. Talk about a fucking badass! I'm I'm really looking forward to that fight. The the girl she's fighting, uh, Rachel, uh, excuse me, Peter. Raquel Pennington. Peter. It's a yeah. It's a good. It's an interesting fight. It's it's a fight measuring no, progress. No, that's not it. It's. I'm thinking I, of someone different. It's uh, Kat Zingano beat. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm thinking Ra- Raquel Pennington beat. Uh, she, she already she beat, beat Misha Raquel Tate. Pennington. She beat Misha. She bet. She beat uh, uh, Bash Correa. 
Uh, yeah, she's she <gasps> lost. Beth is the fucking Dennis Seaver. Is the Dennis Seaver of the female division? Yeah. What I what I like about that division though right now is that because that was the first women's division in the UFC, every fight is also a measure of progress in regards to where right. the level has come up since since this became a, a real focus of the sport. Starting going back to Ronda dominating left to right, and then now uh, Holly Holm stepped up, and then Amanda Nunez stepped up, and Amanda Nunez is just a just an animal, just an incredibly good fighter. So they and said so, if she beats if she beats Raquel Pennington, then she's going to fight Cyborg. Do you think so? It'll be the, the UFC said we're making the fight Amanda versus Cyborg. All right, that's that's a good fight. I I want to see it. So, I'm, so that's because Amanda's you know fights at one thirty five. Right, so right. She, really, she fights at one thirty-six, so she cuts weight. But Cyborg cuts weight too. Yeah. So Cyborg's probably around one sixty-ish. She might be more than that. She's 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 a beast, man. Yeah. Much respect that, to her. She's a badass. It's, it's an interesting fight for sure. I would. I think I would definitely. Well, someone like Raquel. Raquel ain't gonna fight Cyborg. Uh, Amanda's the only one, so they really need her to win. Yeah. Um, next fight is so Jacare Souza versus Kevin Gaslam. I think Gaslam's gonna win. I. I I like uh, Jacare, but I just don't think he's got it in him. He's had some, he's taken some losses. He's got um, that. He's he's Liam Neeson, man. He might be past his prime. Uh, he's so fucking good. He's thirty eight. Yeah, but thirty uh, thirty eight. Diff- have you ever seen him do the crocodile thing when he wins? He gets real low on the ground and he walks like a crocodile and he does the crocodile mouth. It's no. fucking awesome. It's one of the no. coolest celebrations. It's not a dick thing. It's just cool. I think Ga- Gaslam knocks him out and gets him gets gets in line for a title shot next. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I think I think age plays a, a big role there. I think you get I think you hit get to that certain point where it's. Um, I always think back, even though it's a different era and a different style of fighting. I always think back to Chuck Liddell and who who was just a he had a his face was made of iron for the longest time, and then he just hit a certain age and got and just looked like you he flicked was getting him knocked out by everybody. Yeah, you flicked him in the chin and he fell over. So I think at some I don't know if that's a. At some point, you take enough shots to the head that it, you can't take them anymore. It's, um, I think it's well, going to be an interesting Here's fight, the deal, though. What I'm 30 professional fights isn't anything. Like, for, for being one of the old-school fighters. Like, Overeem has something like 65. Yeah, Some but, of the older, those old-school guys had tons and tons of fights. Look at Alexei Olenek on the card, number se- you know, the seventh fight on the card. He's 55 and 11. Yeah, but I'm saying every, but for every one of those, so it all depends on your training your training camp too how many sparring sessions how long how long for these older fighters i i look at 30 professional fights and i start thinking about how many times he's gone hard sparring in training camp well so that's thinking back to the old shoot to buck style with all those guys at uh vanderlei's camp when they were just fucking knock each other out i mean they'd like have a fight coming up in like a week and they'd knock each other out it's like ridiculous um shogun and all them so I'm gonna take. I hope that Amanda wins. She's not gonna win, but I hope she. You don't does. think so? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Amanda to defend. I'm gonna take Gaslam. Okay, uh, so I'll take McKenzie and I'll bet you at GI Joe. All right, I'm that. down for that because I'm gonna take ABC in that fight. Okay, I'll take McKenzie. Who you got? You got Amanda in the first one. Yeah, I got Amanda in the first one. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Gaslam in the second. Same. I'm gonna take ABC. Um, who do you got over and, Vitor or Machado? That's a really crazy fight, too, man. Uh, I, I don't remember what happened uh, Leo to Machida's last fight. I don't remember. Uh, hold on. Uh, he beat he he won a split decision versus Eric Anders. He lost three in a row before that. That's Luke, right. Well, 
Luke Rockhold, Yoel Romero, and Derek Brunson. So he got smashed by Yoel Romero. Yeah, TKO, got knocked TKO, out by TKO Brunson. submission. Yeah. So, mm, and Vitor, this is he another one of those. He was knocked out by Gaslam, I believe. No, he it, beat Nate Marquardt. That's right. That was a battle of the old bin. Yeah, I think I want to take Machida, I think. It doesn't, well, neither up. one of them feels good. I'm going to say that. So who you got? Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Leota Machida. That's who I think is gonna win too. All right, so the the GI Joe battles on McKenzie All versus right. ABC. ABC coming through. I keep losing bets to you. Yeah, I'll but you never you pay up. I know if I get if I do lose this bet, not only will I get you a GI Joe, but I will send you your shirt. Nice. Finally, nice. after all these years. I don't know. You probably should keep it, frame it. I might it's have to sign, basically sign it someday. It's basically framed behind me. It's I know. St- sitting in a window. <laughs> Dude, yeah. did you watch that show I told you? Did you watch the um, Operation Odessa? No, of course not. I don't watch the things that you tell me to watch, mostly because you tell me to watch them. Well, I just think that you should watch it. I like I mean, to spite you. I, I know you I, do that. That's like when I. That's why I only message you on WhatsApp so I can see those blue check marks. You just want to make sure that I've I've responded to you. Right, because I know that you you've seen it. Well, yeah, I, and I'll leave your shit on red. I will. I will leave it on red. I know you do that. You try to fuck with Chan. You don't. No one fucks with Chan. Don't try to fuck on me. Yeah. Uh, so, dude, I got my coffee cup. By the way, my fill this room full of uppercut coffee cup. It's legit. How, how'd the cup turn out? The cup's really good. The shirt's really good. Nice. Both of them. Nice. Yeah. And I think that uh, idea that we came up with just now of doing a GI Joe card. The. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the what are they? They they had a name. Cardback. Card well the card back. No no sure, no no. It's th- called digi- something. Yeah, they have their own name. They're it's with like the a profile or something. Yeah yeah uh, dossier something like that. So it says the so it says like this guy designated marksman. Code yeah. name is Crosshair. Yeah, I'm and gonna take back, those. It's a what is it? I can't read it. I don't know. Yeah, what it's I'll just called. take one. I'll mimic it. I think it'll be slick. I think it'll be fun. We have to put yourself on there too. I will. I'll make one for me too, and then we can have another contest about who who people like better on a T-shirt. And I'm gonna oh, put yeah. in, inside that picture. It's gonna be Puppet Ryan. <laughs> Puppet Ryan steals the show again. Puppet Ryan, too funny. Too. I think I've lost every bet we've ever had. That's not true. I think so. I think no. I should stop betting with you. Well, I'm very good at this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I, I, uh, I don't get into arguments online that I don't know I'll win. Mm-hmm. I don't argue with people over stuff that I don't have a lot of research and fact-based stuff into it, which is really frustrating for people when they get into arguments with me because all of a sudden, I just, I just, I mean, drop a deuce on their head, a two-pounder, two-pounder, like a good, a, like a, like a, like a hometown buffet. Just I went to town on it and then just dropped a deuce. Yeah. Or Chipotle. Pulled over to roadside Chipotle. By the way, I got lots of good feedback on your Chipotle. Uh, the people who I talk to who listen to the podcast, they both, they both, there's four or five people, they all said, that's a really good method. I should definitely try that in regards yeah. to... Um, I told my, I told, I had a couple of guys tell me the same thing. They're like, man, you really broke that down like a science. They said, because the best thing on the menu is the tacos. And I was like, yep, that's it. And you can yeah. eat it a whole bunch of times then. Yeah, you get to keep going. That's that's good, man. That's real good. Uh, yeah, we all like that. That's uh, that's super good. What else was on our list today? 
Uh, we had a whole bunch of stuff, but we were kind of keeping this one short. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, we got to tell everyone we did the we did a thirteen and a slice earlier. We kind of pre-recorded that, but yeah, uh, yeah. It's gonna take me a little while to edit that down, and we'll see if it gets pulled off YouTube when I do. But it should be uh, kind of. It won't. Just don't. Just don't monetize it. Uh, yeah. I think it's. I don't know. It's thirty-five years old, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna give it a whirl though. Yeah. We'll bring back the puppet for that for that one. So we recorded, uh, we both watched uh, the very first episode of G.I. Joe. So it's season one, episode one, the, co- uh, was it the Cobra Strikes? Uh, the Cobra, the, it's G.I. Joe, no, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero. Yeah, the Cobra Strikes. That's what is it's that, called. That's, that's the first called the, episode? Yeah. And so season this is one. about the Mass Effect machine. Right. This is the, the first of a five-part miniseries. God, do you remember, do you remember as a kid, I don't know if you watched as a kid, like on TV when they were airing, but I remember... You would, I would come home from school, be Monday afternoon, and the first of a five-parter would be on, and I'd be so stoked. Arise, Serpentor, Arise, or the Mass yeah. Effect, or those would come on. I'd just be like, yes. And oh then it God. wouldn't play the next one. All, no, I, I, all, they always played the next. Those weeks for me were the best weeks, television childhood weeks I had. No, I'm uh, saying like right in a row, though. But I would. Oh, I'm no, so- no, no. The next day, because it, it, it was on at 3.30 or 4 p.m. on some channel. So I'd come home and watch it, and then the next day it would be on at three thirty-four. So they well, would I just, show. Them. I told you, like when I told you when we were working uh, together the first time, I was like, "Dude, I just like realized that those shows were all they were all made to go in series." <laughs> My ADD was so bad, I probably like I paid attention, but I wasn't paying that much attention, I guess. Yeah, the Cobra Strikes. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I like I I. In watching that, uh, in watching that back this morning, I think I—I don't think I realized that I'm—I'm I'm surprised how well it held up and how well it doesn't, both at the same time, how violent it is, and yet I still feel completely willing to watch that with my kids. Oh, absolutely, it's fine. I, yeah, so I think I'm—I'm I'm gonna show uh, show my kids that I showed Cairo the opening to GI Joe the movie, and he—he he did that weird walking through the room and then looked up at the television and then just stopped mid-step, one foot in the air. And just got caught in, sucked in, and I went, "Yes, oh, wait a second. Oh, tell me more. Ooh, tell, yeah, bring it on." So he he responded well, I thought, to that particular show. Well, yeah. a, I mean, it's such a classic show from our childhood, right? I mean, remember the first time that you like? I tell you what, one of the shows that I remember starting that you know I, I was so excited when I started. Actually, two of them. One of them was Darkwing Duck. I was fucking jacked Darkwing when I came. Duck, yes. That was crazy. The crossover, cool. the crossover for Ducktales. Yeah, because you had uh, Launchpad McQuack. Absolutely, and then that one was that one was really good. And but the one that really sets itself apart is probably one of the best series ever is Batman the Animated Series. Oh God, that that wow. show is incredible, incredible. Wow. They they did not for a second take the talk down to the audience. They just they they nope. gave you the stories. It was fun animation. The fight scenes were cool. They didn't they didn't shrink away from from tackling hard topics, death right. and destruction. It was a what a what an incredibly good show and it it is the show that gave us the best voiced Joker of all time, Mark yep. Hamill as yep. the Joker. It was so good. And so, so good. There's an episode in there called um I can't remember what it is. Something about the metal one where the guy's making the robots. Mm, and I was I watching it and I was like, "Wait a second. He is the same. He is the toy maker in Blade Runner. It's the same guy does the act does the voice acting for the character, and he looks the same. Um, uh, like, 
I'll catch that stuff all the time where I'm watching a movie and all of a sudden I go, oh, that's so-and-so. Or do you ever watch that show Gargoyles, that cartoon? Yeah, I like that one. I think most of that cast were ex-Star Trek The Next Generation actors. Yes, that's true. Um, It was watching that one all of a sudden. It was, hey, is that, I think that's, uh, I think that's Riker. And I think that's Troy. And I think that's, and I think Keith David was in that show. Yes. Good old Keith David. Yeah, you dirty motherfucker. Yeah, Keith David. So check this out. Let's see if you like this one. So this is a bit of an obscure one. Um, okay. This was this was one of my favorites. Um, stunt dogs. I have no idea what you're talking about. So stunt dogs would come on. It'd always be like stunt dogs. And there's some like famous director. He's like, uh, I can't remember his goddamn name. I want you to sing me the whole theme song. Go I don't down. know the. I don't know it. How did you feel know. about? Do you remember Mask? I liked Mask. Mask was good. Mask was real good. I mean, there's, like, no information on this show, but I have, like, animation cells from it and stuff like that, which is crazy because there was only one season and it was, like, unpopular, stunt I guess. Dogs cart- Hold on. Stunt Dogs cartoon. I must know D-A-W-G-S. More. Oh, geez. Stunt Dog. Google knows everything. Stunt Dogs is an animated comedic adventure series about a team of stunt performers and their bulldog named Human who mm-hmm. also solve problems heroically. How high... Did you have to be to come up with the concept of this show? Oh, hi, fuck, dude. What should we name the dog? Fucking call well, him human. Well, well, you know what's crazy is it's kind of like a rock and roll wrestling. How they have like the little vehicles and they're going back and forth, and the the bad guys are always like trying to direct like a movie. The stunt dogs are named Needham, yep. Splat, Sizzle, Skid, mm-hmm. and Crash, and they yep. are opposed by the stunt scabs named Richard P. Fungus yes, yes, ish army Dick Fungus that's what they call him Airball, Bad Year Half a Mind, Lucky and yep. Wizvid sometimes Wizkid but apparently his name is Wizvid right they named their character Dick Fungus yep he's named after a famous um, a famous director or something like that What's his name? His name was Dick Fungus. Mm-mm, Famous it's... director, Dick Fungus. I just want to say it one more time. Allegedly a parody of for director your, ju- Peter just for Bogdanovich. Grandma. Just Who for your that? grandma. Who is this guy? Dick Peter Fungus. Bogdanovich. I don't know who that is. I don't either. What movies did he make? A Serbian-American director, critic, and film historian. So here's my assignment. I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but my assignment for the Ish Army is one of my favorite. I don't know why this popped in my head. We're thinking about 80s action movies again. We talk about it a lot. And, and, and uh, Liam Neeson and Crawl. It popped into my head. And some of the silliness is it. I've told you about the dive roll, right? The, the what? The dive roll. The the worst dive roll in movie history. Oh yeah, yeah. In in Crawl. In Crawl. And I want—I would love it if. Can you give him the minutes? What minute I'm, is it? I would under? hope to. It's so incredibly bad. Where? So let me set it up for you a little bit. So they—they're going. The crawl is this. Uh, there's a castle, and they're going to this castle to fight this bad guy, and he's got the spinning blade thingy and these traps. He's trapped. So he infiltrates they, the team, the 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 group, the posse infiltrate the castle, and right. 
the main character is working his way through the castle and they get kind of pinned down and things and people are shooting and and it's going to be trapped and their one-eyed cyclops friend is there and uh they get pinned down in a hallway that looks like it's a series of weird pillars and they've all got swords which is kind of odd because the bad guy has guys, an axe or something yeah he's got the, the guy i'm talking about has an axe a big thor like axe yep and uh the bad guys all have guns that shoot lasers against these fellas with swords and so the bad guys who look like really awful 80s space villains with overly high collars and round helmets so they all run away from down the hallway from these bad guys and he's like come on you gotta come and he, there's this really dramatic moment where he's pinned up against the thing and he's got to make a decision it's the fucking you know, best role ever breathe, breathing hard he's got to make a decision he's going to try to escape and run down this hall and for our ish people this is at 137 an hour and 37 minutes into the crawl the movie crawl it's on youtube it's crawl the 19 greatest role search ever. for crawl 1983 he's he's he sits there he steals himself as he's waiting for his opportunity to just dive off from his perch where he's he's got cover into the hallway and run down the hallway and what he ends up doing is what i would only i i would describe it as a glorified somersault where he rolls lands flat on his ass after the roll and so he no momentum to keep him back to his no. feet he didn't roll and get up and keep going he rolls he lands flat assed on the ground then has to stand up like his knees and his hips hurt before realizing he still has to run away from the alien bad guys. Like he got halfway through it. He just bailed out. He bails out. He just, I, this is a kindergarten playground somersault at 137 people, 137 and a half, give or take, if you're really looking for it. He, first of all, he tries to do the somersault while using the hilt of the bottom of the hilt of the axe as his yeah. con ground contact point, which he doesn't have the arm strength to give himself the lift to get so, the full roll. If you can find a better roll or equivalent, we'll get I'll you a I'll buy you a G.I. Joe. I will buy whomever finds, okay. finds a better, sillier roll than that in a movie that's supposed to be serious thank you very much i will buy them a gi joe too it's right. so bad it's so unintentionally hilarious it is and for me it is quintessential 80s uh goodness it's goodness but i was gonna say just it, ignorance about what could and couldn't be done someone did that they filmed that scene and in the editing room went yep that was badass yeah I was totally badass. I, I get those decisions. I do. Here's the decisions that I don't get is when you see something like that now, when you see a movie now where you, you have to stop and think to yourself, okay, someone wrote this idea down and then went into a room, presumably with other people, and said to those people, I have an idea for a movie. And they told them that idea. And those, I, those people went, yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. We should get more people involved in making this movie. And then they get a bunch more people involved. And then someone and writes then a nobody, script. Nobody says shit about the tuck and roll as it happens. No one said no, nobody says anything as these movies keep getting further down the further down the pipe in regards to getting made until finally it comes out in theaters. Somebody goes and sees this is the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen, and no one stopped in the entire multi million dollar 
thousands of people process to say, hey, uh, gosh, I don't, I don't mean to sound like a Debbie Downer, but does anybody think we're making just a real piece of shit here? Like Maybe a real steamy pile. So check just, this out, right? This is kind of on the same lines as I was at, uh, I don't remember where I was at, some store with my wife was shopping around and I found this hat and I was just like, this is the fucking worst hat I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm 100% purchasing this. So to paint this story, it's like an, like a RVCA hat or whatever one of those bro hats are. And it has on it, like these clouds and shit in the background. There's like fucking lightning coming down. And there's like three or four horses running towards you. Okay? Like the, like the, from the last unicorn? Is that what you're, you're describing? That's what I'm seeing no, in my head. No, it's like this fucking like these clouds and shit and there's like this smoke and lightning and shit back there like a storm and these four horses are running towards you maybe you should see the last unicorn probably should but i'm looking at this going who the fuck is gonna wear this goddamn stupid fucking hat and you went somebody no i bought it i bought it and and, uh, i bought it and sent it to my friend he says it's the one hat to rule them all it's like the lord of the rings of hats Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so the whole time it's like the same thing. He's just he goes in there and he's like, "All right, guys, check it out. Shit, Whew. Whew. got this. I got this idea. This shit's hot. This shit's fire. Okay, you ready for this? Check it out. All black hat. Boom. Right. We got like a fucking wizard in the background and shit. Lightning going on. He's casting some kind of fucking spell. There's some colors. There's some different shit going on. And we got four fucking horses running there. Yeah, buddy, four motherfucking horses. And everyone's just sitting there going, "Oh man, that'll play through." I mean, like, what are they saying? Just whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want. Who cares? People will buy shit. That's why checks and balances are important, man. I was at uh, a club thing last night, an art an art thing. It's called Art Mix here in Sacramento, where our local art gallery opens up and kind of hipsters. Yeah, total hipsters. But I happen to be one of those hipsters. And Pat, you know, ribbon on tap, bitches. uh, Come on down. Act ironic. Known around the world for my collective ability to wear hats and scarves. I've been yep. made fun of it, but I will. I do it anyway. And there is a certain protocol to wearing certain hats. There's you can't. You're not. I'm not going to wear a f- stupid fucking Target fedora. That's silly. I would never <laughs> do that. You gotta have a nice one. You gonna pull it off? Yeah. You you got to be able to pull it off. And so when I see other people going to events like this wearing hats, and you can tell they don't normally wear hats, it makes me nuts. So last night, I see a guy wear. I I typically wear a pork pie. It's sort of my go-to hat it's sort what of is a signature it? look it's a pork pie it's a type of fedora but it's a, a turned up rounded short brim rounded rounded oh, top, yeah, yeah, yeah. no like point it. at the top yeah, it's called a pork okay. pie All right, heisenberg pie. hat for those who are interested in uh, comparative in recent pop culture okay there you go so i that's the hat that i wear i wear a, a real specific one that i buy bought a few times as i've worn them out from a company called bailey's of hollywood shout out to those folks they make a great hat so when i see someone else wearing my style of hat a pork pie and you can tell they don't wear that hat normally because half the brim is is turned down wrong they've got it too low on their head so their head's popping up through the top just it makes me so sad and I don't, I don't know if this is a, I think this is an elitist thing to me. And, and maybe it's a bald guy thing where I, I have an appreciation for wearing hat. Getting a hat, you, wearing a hat is a, it's not just something you put on your head. You can't, you can't just slap it on there and go. You got to have those kinds of hats in particular. It's got to have the right <laughs> tilt. You certainly cannot have a fucking straight bill. No, no, no straight bill. You can wear a straight bill, but you got to, it's got to be the right type of hat for that, right? There are certain instances where that's okay. But you got to know no. your limits. <laughs> that's never okay, but keep going. 
no, pork pie. I'll, I'll wear a, I'll wear a straight brim hat. I got a, a really nice ASU hat that I'll wear with a straight brim with a little bit of tilt on the side. Depends sir, on what I'm wearing. You, sir, you're way too old for a straight bill. I I'm disagree. Sorry. I will I will straight bill that shit right into the ground. All right. You bury me in that straight bill. I will. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's let's wrap it up. Let's keep it short today. Short and sweet because we got yeah, the slice short and for sweet. earlier. Because we got the slice coming out, everybody. The slice is fucking amazing. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm going to bring back the Ryan puppet, which also means I need to make a Merlin puppet. Yeah. You got to have your own puppet, too. I guess I will. I, the question for, that I have for myself is whether or not that Merlin puppet is going to be like a wizard with a beard or just a representation of me. I just don't know what I'm going to do yet. I got to get the creative juices flowing. Mm-hmm. So. All right, man. Shout out right, to Transform Fitness as always, keeping uh, keeping my bills low on hosting and whatnot. Uh, Absolutely. How did it go this week at uh, at the gym? Uh, it was hot. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> some brutal workouts. She had us going through some crazy leg day workouts, just trying to build that booty. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I, I I I'm not one to comment on another person's wife, so I'll, I will speak for someone else in my house who commented on your wife. She put a picture on Instagram, and and Amy was like, "Damn." I squats. She's two weeks out from her show, from a yeah. bikini show. She's fucking jacked, but she looks like that all the time. She's just a little leaner now. Yeah, she looks. She's show she looks, ready. She looks good. She she looks exactly the way you want the person who owns the gym to look. You want to right. show up and be like, "What do you got?" Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, you'll do that to me. Yeah, sign me up. Oh, cool. The yeah. Incredible Hulk here, works here. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, I'm down. Wonder Woman. Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's good. Uh, Hey, she can throw a fucking spear too. She can. She can. We throw went to a the. Spear. We, we did the Spartan run, and she just like fucking hurled that spear. I was like, damn. Did she? Did she do it with a rebel yell? Just a fierce battle cry. Yeah, she, she did. Just, yeah, that's it was amazing. pretty impressive. But it was like Walking video? Dead. Like she should be like a Walking Dead. It wasn't because you don't have your phones. Oh yeah, good point. It's pain in the ass point. to like try to bring it, but we should have done like she could have like a Walking Dead extra, just fucking spear like twelve of them with it. Yeah, I'm down. I'd, I'd watch Nikki do that. Uh, if you haven't been, check out 7ishthings.com. You'll find our merch page, all our merch, including those Transform Fitness leggings, if that is your style or, or need of clothing that you want. They're pretty hot. Yeah. And uh, all proceeds go to keeping this podcast going. If you enjoy it, please share it with your friends. We always need to grow the Ish Army. We like uh, we like doing it. So as long as we have listeners out there who like it, we'll keep doing it. So please share it. Feel free. We're on iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever your podcast can be found. What else you got, Ryan? Anything else? Are we done? No, we're done. This is the Wizard and Warrior signing out. All right. Cool. Over. Over.